Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Four Weeks to Wellness Lifestyle Launch. It's finally time to stop searching for solutions to get healthy and lose weight because a lifestyle launch is truly the last advice you'll ever need. You start your journey with a week of pre-challenge education and then dive into four weeks of detoxing your body with clean eating and eliminating foods that don't serve you. This pushes the reset button on your body so it's primed for incredible results. And then throughout the month, you will also learn the simple yet life-changing nutritional concepts that will shift everything you think you know about nutrition. And throughout your whole experience, you'll be supported, coached, and cared for with your own personal coach. Our team of coaches are just like you. They struggled and found this as the only solution that has worked for the long term. And they want to help you succeed too. You will likely be eating more than you ever did before, balancing the right nutrients at the right frequency to turn your body into a fat-burning machine with boosted metabolism, balanced blood sugar, increased energy, better sleep, reduced inflammation, improved gut health, less anxiety, and clearer skin, all in a solution that results in long-term success. The program isn't always open, so be sure to check out 4w2w.com for more info and when another group is launching. Hey, hey, Diet Disruptors. Carrie here, and I am ready for today. I am standing here at my desk. Now, I have a standing desk. It goes up and down, and I decided right before getting on, I was like, I'm going to be standing for this one because I really believe that I have a lot to share and a lot to dig into, and I might be moving. I might be moving my body as I talk because I'm going to be so into this. So I am going to share with you guys some real important things for you to be thinking about. I am constantly talking to women every single week. We have women that are connecting with us, that are sharing their heartaches and their needs and their goals. And so much of it breaks my heart because my story used to be the story of the women that I hear now. And I get so passionate because when I'm talking to them, I get like tingly. And when my coaches are talking to people, they get tingly because our stories have changed so much. And when our stories go from what they were to what they are now, we literally want everybody to hear about it. And one of the things that I am hearing day in and day out is the power that food has on us. 
I'm going to say that again because what I am realizing as I talk to women, as we coach women, as we have been doing this for years and years, at first, people don't really realize how much of a hold food has on them. The relationship they have between themselves and food is debilitating. But here's the thing. Most of us don't know it's happening. And so when we do calls with women, especially before they work with us or when they're just talking to us about our goals, we ask them a lot of questions and it starts to help them realize, oh my gosh, am I really living this way? And is this serving me? And I will tell you, when I was in the deep, dark place of my story, I had no idea, no idea that food was controlling me the way it was. I didn't have anybody asking me these questions. Some of the questions that I'm going to ask you today, it was, it was a, a journey in a series of constantly going around the mountain, going around the mountain and, 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 and not stopping because I just felt like there had to be something that worked for me. So I was going to keep searching and keep going. All in the meanwhile, I was feeling defeated and frustrated and really at a place of confusion. Every single time I would go around that mountain, I was more disempowered and my mindsets would get more and more screwed up. But because I'm in the middle of it, because I'm running, because my head is down and I keep going, I didn't see it. And so my goal for us today, my goal for this session today is for us to take a look up, to look around, to see where we are, if we've been going around this mountain a few times, and why. Because here's the thing. I don't have that same story anymore. I don't live this life of confusion and frustration and disempowerment. Instead, it's a life of freedom. No guilt when it comes to food and confidence, not because I've met my goals, but because I know what I'm doing for my body is right. I know what I'm doing for my family is right. And if you don't live with that same confidence, because I always say confidence does not come from meeting your goals. And in fact, I will continue to push towards my goals. I say to our clients all the time, there is no end in sight. This is not a, I did this and I'm done kind of a thing. This is just like a marriage. If you don't continue to work on your marriage, you won't have a marriage for very long, right? And so what I talk about, what I teach my clients is the concept of constantly being on this journey, constantly cultivating the relationship you have with yourself. So there's no end in sight. We're not done. I'm constantly working and pushing But there's a level of confidence that when you know that what you're doing is right, right for your body, right for your mind, right for your soul, right for your family, it's an amazing shift of freedom. Take it from a girl who had an eating disorder to doing all of the diets and having a very unhealthy relationship with her body and food to now coming out on the other side. So, so many women are sitting on this thing I call pain island. And you don't even know it because there is a thing called pleasure island that most of you don't even know exists. And so we're going to work on the boat 
to Pleasure Island today. And the first step is a a journey in self-awareness. I say this to my clients all the time. Self-consciousness is a disease, but self-awareness is health. So I want you to write in the comments right now, self-awareness. Go ahead and write that in the comments. Self-awareness is health. Until we know more about ourselves, until we can recognize our thoughts and if they're serving us or not, we're never going to get anywhere. In fact, I had a woman just last week say to me, just tell me what to eat. Just tell me what to eat. I'll do it and everything will be fine. But here's the thing. If you have been dieting for more than five minutes, if you have been thinking about your body for more than five minutes, if you have allowed food to make you feel guilty more than once, then a food plan is not going to cut it. You have to be able to understand the triggers and the issues that you have around food, the emotions that you have around food. Because when you get into a stressful situation and when you don't understand more of who you are and why you do the things you do, you're not going to be able to change your behaviors. I always say, if you really want something different, you have to do something different. And so this is going to be a little journey, a little microcosm of the things that we talk to women about when we have them on a call. Then when we, when we work with them, we really dig deeper into our mindsets, our thinking, our emotions, because that is the foundation for good health, self-awareness. So I speak around the country all the time around health and wellness, around nutrition, And inevitably, I I ask this question of women all the time. I say, what does it take to get healthy? What does it take for you to reach your goals? Brain dump it, okay? So I'd love for you to be able to brain dump right now. Put down in the comments, what are the things that you think it takes to get healthy? Go ahead and put that down. And if you're not by your computer or you're driving while you're listening, I want you to think about it in your head. Inevitably, women will all write down nutrition, exercise. Some might say yoga. Some might say their Peloton. Some might say vitamins, um, eating healthy, right? Uh, Maybe they'll say prayer, meditation, a balanced life. Okay, all those things. I have never not once, and now I guess if I'm telling you all this, the next time I do this, people will start to write this, but Never not once has anybody written self-awareness as a step in getting healthy. I want you to think about that because if self-consciousness is a disease, think about self-consciousness. Comparison is the thief of all joy. You start comparing yourself to others. That's not self-awareness. That sucks all of you and the uniqueness that you are out of you because you start to compare yourself to others and decide that you aren't good enough. But when you are self-aware, when you are truly understanding who you are and the amazing creature that God meant for you to be, you can see all the beauty in in everything that you are. Self-awareness is health because when you are aware of the things that make you you, of the triggers and the emotions, you can start to decide how you want to shift things. And that's when you get to be the best you, you can be. I say all the time, know your value. Our mindset coach that works with us in our program says a hundred dollar bill that's all crumpled up and old has the same amount of value as a brand new hundred dollar bill. But so many of us sit there in this crumpled state thinking we aren't worth anything because we weigh a certain amount or because we feel guilty and have no control over food, 
Well, we're diminishing who we are. So the minute we start to become more self-aware, that's when we can start to make changes. That's when we can start to be proactive. That's when we can start to ask ourselves why we do the things we do. Because how many of you have started a diet and then feel like you've just failed because you had no willpower? Well, I will always say that you weren't doing the right diet because you weren't fueling your body in the way that it needed to be. But I have coached thousands of women, many of whom, especially at the very beginning, I didn't deal with this stuff that we're going to talk about today. And just knowing the food wasn't enough because we didn't deal with the things that actually cause you to do what you do. Our thoughts and our beliefs dictate our actions every single time. It's like a math equation, like two plus two equals four. Our thoughts and our beliefs dictate our actions. So if your actions are not centered around empowered beliefs, your actions are going to fail you. So while a lot of you may think, I just need to learn how to eat correctly, I will say to you that is only a part of the puzzle. And so we are gonna dig in today onto understanding if food has power over you. And this level and this lesson in self-awareness is just going to take you one step further towards being able to truly change what you are doing and get you into that empowered mindset so you can do the things you were truly meant to do on this earth. I say all the time, we were not be- we were not put on this earth to find the right diet. Yet how much of your time is spent trying to research the way to eat? And so what we need to do is be able to lean into our true purpose. And to do that, we've got to figure out who we are in addition to how to eat. So we're going to do a little bit of that today. It's a big part of what we do at Disruptive Nutrition and what's so important to us, okay? Yes, we fuel our body with food. No, we don't diet. We understand food and how it fuels us, and it's so simple. It is satisfying. It is sustainable. Our kids can do it. We can do it for the rest of our lives. And a part of why we can do it for the rest of our lives is because we get our mindsets on straight. Okay, so you can see why I need my standing desk right now. I am super pumped up about this today. All right, so I'm going to ask you some questions, and I would love for you, if you are watching this live or even on the replay, comment where some of your answers are. It is so powerful. See, us as women, I will say, when I talk to women, they tell me about their struggles. They tell me about their fears. They tell me about their frustrations. I say, have you ever told this to anybody? Have you ever said this stuff out loud? Have you said it to your spouse, to your partner? Does your partner really know how much pain you are in? And most women say, well, no, not to this extent. Women that I just meet, my coaches just meet, will open up to us in in ways that they've never opened up to their spouse. But let me tell you why that's powerful. Because these, these thoughts, these beliefs, these things about ourselves, they live in the right side of our brain. Remember, you guys, I used to be an educator for 24 years. I was a special educator. I was a behavior specialist. And at the last 10 years of my career, I was a mindset coach for school leaders. So I do, I promise you, I know what I'm talking about here. But when we sit on our thoughts and we don't say them out loud, They sit in the right side of our brain. And our right side is creative and wonderful and beautiful, and it's a little bit messy. It also tells us that we're right, even if we're not. 
Have you ever said, oh, did I just say that out loud? Or, oh, that came out different out loud than it did in my head. That is because when you start to say stuff out loud, it's like a bridge that moves it from the right side of your brain to your left side of your brain. And your left side of your brain is your problem solving side of your brain. It's the side of your brain that's solution oriented. It's why therapy and counseling is so powerful because the talking actually helps you to solve problems. So today I want you to either type, say out loud or write some of the answers to these questions that I'm going to throw at you because that in and of itself will start to move it from the messy right side of your brain to the more solution-oriented, driven, purposeful left side of your brain so you could start to develop solutions. The more you are aware of this stuff, the better off you are going to be. All right, so a lot of us don't even recognize that we have an unhealthy relationship with food. And maybe you kind of know, but I doubt and I wonder if you've really dug into what that looks like. So first of all, what I want to ask you and I, what I want you to write down is what is your goal? What is your goal? And a lot of people now to get into this group, you have to write, what is your goal? And when we look through them, we see almost everybody's goal is a weight loss goal. So if your goal is to lose weight, I want to know why. Why do you want to lose weight? Because answering that question is going to reveal a whole heck of a lot about what you want for yourself. And if you are truly working out of what our mindset coach, Jeanette Van Leer says, from inspiration or desperation. If you are working from inspiration, you are going to be able to thrive because you're doing things for the right reasons that are deep and strong and won't got, won't veer you, allow you to veer off so easily. But if you are working from desperation, and I can tell you right now, I have a friend who I've been talking to about nutrition for years. Last week, I get a text from her. All right, I'm ready. I need to do this. I write her back. Okay. What are we going to do? How are we going to do this? Days go by. No response. I write back. Okay, what's going on? What do you need? Oh, sorry. I'm just super busy right now. Haven't heard from her again. She was in desperation that moment. She's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm go. Life got busy. And it was because her goal was superficial. Because you could have a goal on the scale because you want to look a certain way. You often remember self-consciousness is a disease. Often it's like you saw somebody or something happened that triggered this level of motivation. You're like, I need to lose weight. But inevitably that motivation waxes and weans and it won't last you for long because if your goal isn't grounded in true, true, true meaning, something that really matters you're not going to stick with it. So if you have a weight loss goal, I want you to dig deeper. Why? Why do you have that weight loss goal? What will happen when you get to a certain number on the scale? And if weight loss is the sole goal, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to lead you to unhealthy options. I always say there are plenty of skinny, unhealthy people. And so if weight loss is your goal, you are going to get confused because you are going to look in all of the wrong places. And if that is you, I want you to write confused because there's so much out there. Do this. Don't do that. This allows you to burn fat. This doesn't fast. Don't fast. 
go vegan, eat keto, all of that stuff is trendy stuff that only focuses on weight loss. And it works for some and it doesn't work for others. And the reason why is because it depends on where you are in that dieting journey. If you are only done a few diets, then the keto diet might work for you because you haven't screwed up your metabolism and your hormones all that much yet. The older you get, the less and less those trendy diets are going to work for you because you're focused on weight loss, which is deprivation and deficit-based. And I always say, since when is a deficit a good thing? It never, never is. But here's my question for you. How long have you been focused on your weight? Be honest with yourself. If you're in your 40s, how long have you been focused on your weight? Could you say like 20 years? And if you have weight loss as a goal, I have seen so many women that come through my my messenger, my Facebook messenger and say, I want to weigh blank amount. And I say, what makes you say you want to weigh that amount? Well, that's what I was in college. And that's when I felt my best. And then I ask, were you worried about your weight in college? Well, yeah, I mean, I dieted and stuff is almost always the answer I get. Now, first of all, you were in college and let's be honest, the weight that you were in college when you were 20 doesn't necessarily mean that's the weight you should be at 45 or 50, okay? You've thrown that number out there. But also I will tell you inevitably because I was that girl too, you could be that weight and still be unhappy and very likely you were. So if that's the case, the number is not going to make you happy. Okay. I want you to think about health and wellness versus weight, because when you are healthy and getting to your optimal health, you will get to your optimal weight. It's another math equation. But when you focus on weight loss, it doesn't necessarily mean health. And so I want you to really look at that goal because how you look at that goal determines what power food has on you because you learn things wrong and you learn that food is actually something to deprive yourself of, and it has a lot of power on you in the wrong ways, okay? So I want you to think about this, how you know if food has power over you. And if it does, your goal is in the wrong direction. You're you're literally pointing the GPS in the wrong direction. We need to shift it so we can get to really where you want to be. Where you wanted those diets to get you, I believe is where you want to be, but we keep focusing on the wrong things. And if you are answering these questions that I'm going to ask you in a way that is revolutionary to you, that brings about some self-awareness, that's going to allow you the first step towards shifting in a direction. Okay. One, do you think about food and calories? So we've already talked about goals, right? And why that is your goal. I want you to really dig into that. Now, do you think about food and calories? I wonder how many calories that is. Oh, look, that's only 50 calories. Food does not exist for us in calories, nor should it. It doesn't need to. And if you are measuring food and calories, you are thinking about weight and you are not thinking about health. Do you think about food and calories? Do you think about being hungry as a win? Now, remember, you can comment as I'm asking these. It's going to get you from your right side of your brain to your left side of your brain. Okay. Do you think of being hungry as winning? It is hard not to, but when your stomach is growling a little, you're like, oh, good. Yeah, I can feel myself. Really, I'm sacrificing for that. But yet, I'm going to promise you that's actually sabotaging you. Okay. Are you confident 
and what you're doing right now with your nutrition, or are you confused? Write it. I'm confident or I'm confused. Every one of my members, you better write confident because even if like everybody's progress is different, everybody's progress is at a different rate, but confidence does not come because you've met your goals. Confidence comes because you know what you're doing is right. And if you are confident about what you're doing, food won't have power over you. You bring, give yourself back the power. And if you are confused, then you become a victim of all of the other noise that's around. I can siphon out the noise. I don't even hear it. Keto, fasting, juicing, calorie counting, weight watchers, my fitness pal. It just flies right by me because I know that what I'm doing is right for my body, for my family, for my soul, for my mindset, for everything. That's what it's like to be on Pleasure Island. You don't even look around to see what's on the other island because you are so happy with what you have. So are you confident? Are you confused? Really important to understand. Does food make you feel guilty? If food can make you feel guilty and now food and guilt went in the same sentence all the time for me. So there's nothing wrong with you. We've been taught wrong. There's nothing wrong with you. Our society has taught us a variety of things around food. We have learned about deficits. We have learned that you have to take in less than you burn. It's wrong, but you're not wrong. And I always say, when you know you can do in every single session that I have, every time I come on live, I am really just trying to help you know better so you can do better because it is not your fault that you do not know. So does food make you feel guilty? If the answer is yes, or sometimes that says a lot. Food does not make me feel guilty anymore. And for a girl who had an eating disorder, that is a big flipping deal. Do you put food in categories as good or bad? Yes or no? Yes or no? Is food good and food bad? Do you catch yourself saying, oh, I ate really bad last night. Oh, I did really good today. I want you to think about your language here and admit to yourself whether or not you say that or not, because if you do, then food has power over you and then you lose power. When anything has power over you, you become to worship it in ways that are unhealthy and that will never allow you the freedom that you need to be able to live your life in the purpose-driven way it was meant to be lived. So if you put food in categories as good or bad, I want you to think about something. Food is not good or bad. This is what I always say. Food serves our body or food serves our soul. And if you're eating food that's in neither one of those categories, why are you eating it? And the more food that we eat that serves our soul, I mean, that serves our, our body, the better we are going to feel. And in all honesty, food that serves our body can also serve our soul. But let's also be honest that there is soul filling food that might not serve our body as well. And that's okay. Because I can't imagine living a life without soul filling food. The thing is, I know what food is. Food is not good or bad. It's simply proteins, fats, and carbs. That is all food. All food is, is protein, fats, and carbs. All food is, is neutral. It doesn't have power over us. And if you have ever said that I have done really well, or I was really good, or I did really bad, or allows food to make you feel guilty, 
then you have a relationship with food that needs to change in order for you to make progress. You will never find the right quote unquote diet if that is in your thinking. How much time do you think about food? I want you to be honest with with yourself. When you wake up in the morning, are you thinking about food? Are you thinking about not eating? Or can you go all day and literally not eat and think, I did good today. If that is the case, or you are obsessed about like going on vacation, what am I going to eat? I'm going to derail. I'm going to gain weight. If you are going out to dinner and you're looking at the menu and you're trying to think, what could I have? What could I have? What could I have? How many calories is this? If you are out socializing and you're stressed and you decide maybe I'll just drink more. If I drink, I won't have to, I, then I, and, I, and I don't eat or I save up all my calories to have a meal at night so I can enjoy myself. Like I earn it or I work out extra hard so I can have that dinner later on that night. That is a sign that food has power over you. And that is unhealthy. That level of self-awareness needs to be made because if those are the things that you're doing, I promise you it is going to continue to sabotage your progress. Are you constantly looking for the perfect diet? Have you not really dug into what we're teaching, not really bought in to the concept that food is fuel and that you don't need to count calories and that you need to be eating balanced all day long so that you don't feel hungry? You should be ready to eat satisfied all day long so that your body can take and do what you always wanted those diets to do, but they didn't. If you haven't quite bought into that yet and you are still searching around for all the other things, At what point do you decide enough is enough that my life on this earth is worth more than the hours I spend searching for the perfect diet, especially when I can emphatically and confidently tell you that the answer is sitting right here, right here in this group. So if you are looking at this and you are reflecting and you are moving things from the right side of the brain to your left side of the brain and starting to see a pattern that you probably have had for what, 10, 20, 30, maybe more years. At what point do you decide enough is enough and it's time to start living my life in the way that it was meant to be lived? At what time do you fall into your purpose and understand your value is worth so much more than that number on the scale? And in order to get past that, in order to see how valuable you are, you have to get real with yourself. Start to become aware and start to learn the right way. We call what we teach your body's love language. Imagine. If you understand anything about love languages, when you start to speak to your partner or your child in their love language, the relationship becomes stronger. If you start to speak your body's love language, the relationship between you and your body becomes stronger and healthier. And that is what I want for you. Obsessing about what you're putting in your body is not healthy. And finding the right diet that you're going to do for a short amount of time because it screws up your hormones and actually makes you gain more weight is only going to keep you running around that mountain for longer and longer. And so I encourage you to be honest with yourself and reflect, does food have power over you? And if it does, the first step is truly being aware of it. And then talking to somebody about it. I want you to share what your revelations are, not just in this group. I want to hear about it here, but to your partner, who is the person that supports you the most? Is it your best friend? Is it your spouse? Is it your partner? Whoever it is, you need to start to share this with, because you're going to start to develop solutions simply by talking. And 
What I want you to know too, is that a few times a year, my coaches and I, we open up our calendar. Summer is a time where things are a little less chaotic for us. We don't run our programs during the summer um, as much as we do during the school year. So we have more capacity. And so when we do that, we offer our non-clients a chance to talk to us because our clients can talk to us all the time. And so if what I am saying today is resonating with you and you are saying enough is enough and you truly mean it and you realize that your why has to be deeper than weight loss, weight loss is a byproduct. Don't get me wrong, but we need to be doing it for a different reason so that we can truly do it for a lifetime. If you're starting to realize this, then get on our calendar, book a call with one of my coaches so we can Dig in with this. We can talk to you about these things and start to help you figure out a plan that will work. We always say, regardless of where you are in your journey, there is a place for you at Disruptive Nutrition, and we completely 100% mean it. We will help you to find where you can fit in most effectively. We can help you define your goals and what's really important to you. And trust me, that journey in and of itself of talking to somebody, talking to a coach will help you more than you realize. And my goal for you is that you are sitting on Pleasure Island and you aren't even looking at the other islands because you know you got it good right here. But as long as food has power on you, you're not going to be on Pleasure Island. And we want to get you there. Literally, we have the boat. Let's book a call and let's get in the boat and we can do this together. So we'll put a link in here so you can have it for you. I want to know your comments. I want to know your thoughts. This is the kind of stuff we talk about all the time in our membership group. And I just needed to drop a little bit of this on you here. Now, next week, I'm going to be traveling and I have a very big announcement and some really exciting things, some very cool people I'm going to be traveling with. So I will make sure that I come on in our in our uh, episode next week and share with you some really, really cool things. But in the meantime, this week, Dig into this, book a call, and let's work together to get you over on Pleasure Island along with us. There's plenty of room, I promise. Thanks, guys. Bye.